Well, I never thought I'd see the day. I, I never thought I'd see the day. On um, this, in our E3 special, in the pod podquisition, that's what the show's called, isn't it? Podquisition pod, E3. Podquisition pod special. Podquisition special. Podquisition. Yeah, all of them will work. <laughs> uh, all, we've seen all the press briefings. All the press briefings have done. We've we've got your EA there. We got your Bethesda. Hmm. We got your Devolver Digital. Ha <laughs> ha. We've got your Microsoft games. We've got your Ubisoft. We'll come back to that in a second. We got your but your Sony <laughs> beard on Kratos. You got your Nintendo short. And let's cycle back to Ubisoft. The day that we never thought would arrive. The E3 <gasps> moment. We're going to have Let to give just, Laura the stage on, for this one. Hang on. <laughs> hang on. I, I will. I'm going to hand it over just one second as I just introduce Assassin's Creed Origins. Uh, we waited a whole year without an Assassin's we, Creed. Two, two years we had to wait and Oof. then we got an Assassin's Creed and it's so unexpected. It definitely didn't leak anywhere. Two oh, this years. is so exciting. I'm ready two for years. arrows two that can years. course correct downstairs. Two years. Woo. I, I saw it when he, he jumped in the air and it went in slow motion and he arrowed the guy. Patow! Ah, uh, he did the thing that's the slow-mo arrow thing that Zelda did earlier in the year. And, and he has an eagle that he can see through its eyes. Ka, this is ka. the biggest thing at Ubisoft. UAV drone eagle. The eagles have something to do in this Assassin's Creed. You better bet your bollocks they bloody well hey, friggin' hey, do. You're, you, are, you are missing the big thing that happened at Ubisoft. Do you know the biggest thing that happened at Ubisoft? The thing that we're all itching to talk about? Who the bizarro that? dance that made us question the nature of reality. No, 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 even bigger than that. Ubisoft on stream no. acknowledging that their new logo is a turd. Ah! Oh. I'm yeah. wondering, yeah. was that a thing that people were saying or was that our fault? That's a thing that like people were saying at the same time as us. We were one of many people that were saying that, but... Uh, they did a they did a um, big collection of his things like fan content about Ubisoft, and they showed off someone who made a three D printed turd that you look at it from the top down, and it's the Ubisoft logo. And they so acknowledged that their logo looks you like know, a coiled I'm, shit. I'm glad they had a good sense of humor about that because I was I couldn't share last week's episode of Podquisition on social media because of the title. It turns <laughs> out you could have shared it because they have a good sense Ubisoft of humor about it. their logo looking like a shit. Ubisoft uh, loves being made fun of now that's what i've learned right if, yeah. if they're gonna make jokes about iconic and if they're gonna acknowledge that their new logo looks like a coiled up white dog poop right they've sent they've given us all carte blanche to, and that's french so that proves that they've done does, it does this mean we now have we permission want. yeah we we have permission to you know do anything we want when it comes no do to you know what it is guys it's a very clever tactic it's when it's the is old it? tactic of when a parents want their kid to stop listening to music that they're not keen on the kid listening to, they'll pretend they like it and they'll be like, "Oh, we know this. We know this. Um, we know this little Wayne song. This is a great song." And then the kid goes, "My parents are in on this now. It's not cool anymore. I'm not." Is this like anymore. when when Trump tried to get in on the Kafefe tweet meme and Pretty it much. killed the meme straight? Pretty oh much. my god, they're geniuses. Said I. I. I talked about the the coily dog poop and uh, the the iconic thing on Jimquisition on Monday and 
And it's not going to stop me, right? They, they won't dad joke me into not making fun of Ubisoft. I can easily find so many more things. I guarantee they won't like make a light-hearted goof about like, how they lie all the time. They, how about they I just keep on that, that cracking gag? Yeah, they, they, like, they can't stop us from calling this episode Ubisoft's logo still looks like a white dog poop. They, they can't, can't stop us if can't. we wanted to do that. If we well, wanted I, to do that. I have to say, I was rather pleased because... I felt like I was the only person out of my particular games media peer group who was genuinely happy to see that new Assassin's Creed game and, and Egypt and all that. And I was like, this looks fucking cool. It, and it I, and I did put out a tweet that says this looks really cool. And the responses were surprisingly not telling me what a fucking disgusting shill well, it, I am. Because <laughs> most year, of us blocked take, you, including yeah. me, the moment I saw you <laughs> like it. <laughs> T- taking a year off and moving away from a, Europe- a European or Anglicized setting, that's enough to get me kind of interested in going back to that genre, to it, that series. And it does, it does, like, now, it doesn't look like it's had a complete mechanical overhaul, but the combat does look like it's been improved a lot, which the series really needed. Yeah, I mean, that's what got me interested in it, because I liked, as I've said, like, Syndicate is, is probably the, the best Assassin's Creed game I've played, mm. uh, which doesn't. It isn't massive praise because I'm not a big fan of the series, but hearing them, hearing about the overhaul of the combat and, and seeing it, like yeah, yeah, I'll give it a go. I'll I'll give that an open-minded go. Mm. Uh, the but speed, I'm not. The speed of the dodge and stuff for me looked like, like we all know what games they were probably looking at when they put that in. But of course, <laughs> because it's Assassin's Creed, they'll probably take, not the the very. Uh, They'll probably not take the lesson of let's make this crushingly difficult. Put it that yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Gab, um, are you excited enough about it to uh, want to pay for the $800 special edition? Oh my God, the $800 edition. <laughs> Do you know what? For that price, it better come with a fucking assassin that I can pay to actually murder someone. <laughs> Okay. From what I've so looked the- at, like no one, because they've got like a ton of different deluxe editions, like Watch yeah. Dogs already, and it seems like no one package has everything. What's in it? No. Okay, so the eight hundred dollar edition. Okay, it at least comes with <laughs> the game and the bones. season pass, which sometimes these expensive ones don't. Uh, it basically comes with a statue, some some hand done sketches, and a model of a locket or something. Yeah. Right. And that's eight hundred dollars. Right. I mean, you know, I, no judgment on anyone who buys it because I've, I've I I spend ludicrous amounts of money on tots. But yeah. but oh, Ubisoft. But but here's Come the on. thing. I have to say this now because we're seven minutes in. I think Assassin's Creed looks good, but I think we've gone beyond our time. And it would be a oh. little bit evil now if we didn't give Laura the stage for a couple of oh. minutes. <laughs> oh, I, oh, you did that thing. Uh, oh. yeah, before, I mean, I mentioned, before she gets jaded. I mentioned, oh, that was good, though. But, I, oh, I, by I, the way. Well, let's turn the speak, page on this. Yeah. Oh. Okay, can, so can I, I, I only mentioned now? Origins for a joke. I didn't expect it to be a conversation. I want to I, I was right into it. Yeah, I was <laughs> hoping we would very quickly skim past it. Yeah, I have to go. talk about Ubisoft's conference, Beyond Good and Evil. I believed, I kept the belief, and it happened. And I told you last week, everyone, Michel Ancel was lying about Beyond Good and Evil yeah. not being at E3. He said he wasn't going to be there, and I told you all, he's fucking lying, because well, everyone he works at Ubisoft... For Ubisoft. Yeah, he, but he's re- at Ubisoft regardless and he's Ancel, of like, and they always lie about this game. <laughs> regardless of like all that stuff, let's just take a moment 
to appreciate how awesome it is for you that the game's actually oh, there. I'm I'm so okay. Let's, like, let's remember be... remember when Fallout Four came out and you were like, I'm yeah. legit happy for you. That's okay, how I I'm, felt for you last night. <laughs> I'm trying to be calm and collected about it because we previously had like seven years ago a CGI trailer for this game and nothing came of it. Mm-hmm. And I know on paper this is a CGI trailer. This is not gameplay. We don't have platforms confirmed. I shouldn't get my hopes up. However, this looks gorgeous, and mm. I am so excited for this. And Did this is everything I wanted. Well, the last teaser trailer is it everything you wanted? Because it's certainly not everything I wanted. Okay, I'll be f- okay. Uh, Over exaggeration. It's not everything I wanted. What I wanted was a continuation of the story of the first game, so I could yeah. find out what the deal is with that, uh, that I... tease they have in the credits. This is a prequel. I am just excited to have more in that world, honestly. I want to go back to that world, and I don't yeah. care that I'm not getting a sequel. I'm happy f- to get this prequel because I just want more Beyond Good and Evil. It's my favourite game ever. I want more of that world. I liked it when the monkey said fuck. Yeah, they that swore so much in this trailer. Bit, it felt a little bit juvenile and tryhard to me, all of that. It it it, it may have done, they but weren't, I... They weren't using their F-bombs in an economic and uh, clever way, I felt. So, <laughs> you know why that doesn't bother me? Yeah. I am not one to use my F-bombs in an economical fashion. Well, that's fashion. true. Yeah. We, we know this. I, uh, what happened well, I will throw them around left, I right, think they center. did. I, I do think there's an artistry to using, um, you know, adult language. And I liked the way they used it. Uh, I think okay. it was a very... I think it was a very purposeful way to aggressively point out that this is a, sh- a tonal shift and yeah. it fit the, just the really ridiculous, like I saw it compared to Fifth Element in terms of how it was looking, uh, in terms of, uh, you know, dress and, and, and mm. environment and everything. And the and architecture, I think, yeah. Yeah, the architecture as well. And that, I think just having that many expletives coming out of a pig and a monkey um, in, in this overblown action chase <sighs> sequence, I think tonally that worked perfectly. That's why I, I had no mm. problem. Like the first moment I heard, you know, the monkey go fuck, it was a, a shock. But then I instantly was like, no, this is yeah. good because I. Really Isn't that weird how I felt differently about that? Then I felt I, it. It was trying way too hard. I fall in Jim's camp on this. Yeah. Um, what what I will say, and don't I, get me I can... wrong, I love some foul mouth humor. Yeah. yeah, I I can promise you I know exactly why this game got uh, announced at this year's E3 and not previous E3s. It's because this is the one I chose not to physically go to. They waited till <laughs> I wasn't in the room. They were like, "No, we can't let you have this, Laura. We got to wait until you're not." Cu- they actually Reggie had Fees it there last well, year. Whispered in someone's ear. <laughs> Reggie went up to went up to Eve and was like, "You know, <laughs> she's she's not coming this year. This is when you deploy." And and Eve was like, "I've been waiting like three years for this." Reggie's yeah, like, so I'll, I'll trade you. I'll trade you the amiibos I stole off her not to uh, <laughs> not to show it this year. Yeah. Uh, can I talk about the other Ubisoft thing I want to talk about? Just that I need to get out of the way. Yeah, you can. Uh, Mario plus Rabbit's Kingdom Battle is real. The title is what I said it was back in January. Yep. It is being composed by Grant Kirkhope, which I said back in December of last you year. Did. It's XCOM for kids, which I said about a month ago. Uh, yeah, that was so vindicating And it looks really good yeah, Like I, mean, I know it sounds like a stupid game But it legitimately looks like Where Splatoon was their take on Online multiplayer for kids This is their take on XCOM that's family friendly And it looks really amusing And good And like lads, an actual the game they put effort fun. into The image of the two lads with the guns was just magical as well <laughs> 
Oh, oh even uh, Shigeru just uh, standing back to back like they're on a lethal weapon cover. Yeah. Mm. So considering this game has like been like nine months of my life, it's, I've I've had like nine months waiting, uh, being being called a liar about this game just day in day out. Now that it exists but and it's ev- everything I said it was, I'm really tempted to get a fucking Mario and Rabbids tattoo. How are you a liar if you're literally just saying this is what I've heard? How is well, that because, lying? Because um, cough cough because I'm a trans woman in the games industry and it's a convenient way to try and discredit me. That's the thing. It'd be but, one thing if you were saying this is the way it is and I know this, but you're saying well, you're, you're just saying this is what I've heard. It's yeah, amazing. It, it is amazing how you react to rumors depending on how threatened you are by the person delivering the message you know yeah it's you don't see the same response when straight white dudes leak stuff and it is right and or wrong so like the weird thing i've seen about leaks is like when i when i get something wrong it's entirely on me it was my it was i am the whole thing that a person that got it wrong if i get a leak right like i did with everything on the mario rabbits thing the entire internet is just oh, well, someone said this thing first, and that's how you found out about this, and you clearly worked with someone else. And it's not re- you, you got it right, but you didn't really do the work. Like, It's funny how they give me credit for the wrong ones, but refuse to for the ones that are right. It's almost like they don't like me. I mean, it was... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of uh. the... It's a case of people being unable to give credit where credit's due, whether, you know, or not they should... And yeah, like you called so much of this shit. Like even if you were wrong on half of the things you've predicted, fifty yeah. percent like, of of that is impressive by you, uh, by most rumor standards. You know? Yeah. Like you don't guess six months early that a Mario Rabbids turn based RPG is going to have Grant Kirkhope as its composer. I mean, yeah. yeah like, but even if you got specific. it wrong, who cares? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Like, I've done rumors that are wrong. I've I've heard stuff yeah. that never materialized, or stuff that may have been true at one point that uh, you it's know like, okay, was Laura might down be wrong line. about this. So okay, yeah. cool, whatever. That's, that's, it seems that's to me. The, yeah, the only time um, people, the only time a rumor makes people angry, regardless of who the messenger is, is if it's like a game's being delayed. Because then yeah. they act as if the the person it's writing the, the rumor fault. has personally delayed the game. You know, E3 is a great time to uh, remember how incredibly irrationally defensive people get about things they like. Which is funny oh because God, yeah. this year, I felt Microsoft kind of did a better job than Sony at their conference. Oh, totally! Um, Microsoft Microsoft showed off game, 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 but, and had new stuff we hadn't seen. Yeah, and I I just put out a very non-confrontational tweet last night saying uh, I felt um, Sony's conference was good, but it was a little bit underwhelming or whatever. And one of the responses, clearly someone who doesn't listen to this podcast was like, yeah, go back to your no games fucking Microsoft fanboy. (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) that just goes to show you. (laughs) Yeah, the thing about Sony's conference this year is it can be summed up as the games we saw at E3 last year got new trailers, yeah. and none of the games we saw are coming till 2018, yeah, and that was, that was this year's E3. Crackdown's really coming nothing... out this year, though, isn't it? Mm? Probably, but I don't think we saw it at the Microsoft conference. Oh, wait, no, sorry, I'm getting confused here. That's that's on Xbox. Sony's conference yeah. was good. Like It was good yeah. to watch. It was nice yeah. to watch. It was good well, to it see wasn't, new footage. It, 
It wasn't things. nice to watch if you watched the Twitch stream as opposed to the YouTube one because the Twitch stream, oh the oh, first two true. and a half games yeah. had no audio. Yo, yeah, I switched to the YouTube one about halfway through the Uncharted thing. Yeah. Um, I, I did there was have, so I much reverb. A... I thought Phil Spector was producing that fucking show. I, I had a giggle at the people that were joking about um, the two games they started with with female playable protagonists had no audio and then as soon as they switched to a game with a male protagonist they're like, oh god, oh god, the audio's not working for the game with the man in it. Let's, let's fix it. And they very quickly fixed it when there was a male protagonist on screen. Audio engineer I, looks I, up from his old yeah. Playboys from 1993. <laughs> what the fuck? Ah! I can't hear the man talking. Hold a switch! Uh, Funny so yeah, enough, uh, on the um, contrary, I think Sony oh, no. deliberately opened their con uh, their conference with two female uh, protagonists. Yeah, okay. Like jokes aside about the audio thing, it was it was a strong move to open with like two things with female protagonists. I liked that. I more, just wished I'd heard what people were saying in the trailers. And, and hey, more Horizon. Um, I, I that was the highlight of the Sony conference for me, yeah. to be honest. More, more Horizon <laughs> yeah. and more Uncharted. I want both of those. Um. Yeah. The, the only other thing that... I think the only new thing was a remake of something. Shadow of the Colossus Shadow getting the remade Colossus. for PS4. Yeah, that looks shiny and I want to play that. it on my PS4. Sure, that's my favourite. I hope they remaster the controls as we as we spoke in that topic about remasters a couple of weeks ago. How sometimes remastering controls is, is, is something that could be used in remasters. It should be yeah. used in remasters. We'll see. Um, but Laura yeah, what other... Sorry yeah. now, I'm, I know I'm very belligerently talky today, but I've had a few beers oh, go, before the go. podcast. Uh, <laughs> I have a question for you. Yeah. And I have my prediction, and you can tell me if it's right or wrong. Um, I haven't seen the Nintendo one, and I haven't heard anything about it, but here's my prediction of what happened. Okay. Right? Reggie came out into a live audience, which they flew Laura over for. Reggie took out a machine gun and said... Fuck all of you for not buying the Wii U. Started gunning down people in the audience. There was screaming and blood and emergency stuff and, uh, and, and uh, ambulances. And a few hours later, in, in the hospital, Laura was in the bed and Jim came in and said, what did you think about that conference? And you said, you know, I didn't have much of a problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> Gavin! Okay, so first of all, that is 100% what happened, and no one can tell me otherwise now. Second of all, Gavin, I'm so happy. This might be the first time that you've gone and done the, the improv thing, and I'm so glad. Thank no, that you, Gavin. Was, I, I love when you do, you do improv. Beautiful. Oh, that was um, That was glorious. I loved the train you took to that, that final stop. Yeah, But Nintendo's Sorry. conference so was... I shouldn't uh, drink before this podcast. No, do drink. I, I like... <laughs> I, I, I like Improv Gav. <laughs> Nintendo's conference was pretty basic. It was, it was yeah. you know, it, well, I say conference. It was di- it was a Nintendo Direct, and it was somewhat similar, somewhat similar to uh, Sony's, really, in that yeah. it was stuff we'd seen, just a bit more of it. Well, and they had some of, announcements as well. Um, did they show we, um, Mario plays in traffic? They did. Yes, they did. Uh, we it learned. We learned like. Uh, I'm really excited for it, but the main thing we learned about Mario Plays in Traffic is that if he throws his hat at, at things, he can become those things. And that includes he can become a regular human adult man. One of the normal he can ones. Become, the normies. He, yeah, one of the normal ones. He, he can become a bollard. Yeah, he can be a frog. Uh, he, he can be electricity. And he could be a he, fucking T-Rex. 
He can be a T-Rex, yes. And the T-Rex wears a little moustache and wears the hat. Here's a very important question. This sounds fucking awesome. But it, I, it sounds is it like Breath horrific. of the Wild, where if he throws the hat at two things, it fucking breaks, and then you can't do any more changing into things? Okay, they've, we don't yet know. Yeah, they've not really <laughs> shown. They've shown gameplay, but they've not. The gameplay we've looked at, it, it's it's laid out so that it, there are very specific things that he can throw okay. the hat at that are nearby, and there's nothing else really nearby. So Was far. it a continuous gameplay, or was it like a kind of trailer collage montage? Well, they did, they did the trailer, they did. and then they did the Nintendo Treehouse and had some Yeah, gameplay. they did like 30 minutes of footage, okay. and it looks really good in action. Like, I'm excited yeah. to get my hands on this. It yeah, does look very cool. City yeah. looks quite fun. Yeah. What, what Nintendo did is they made me a lot more excited about Odyssey than I had been before. They really sold yeah. me on it with that trailer. Um, I love the amiibo they've made that make it look like... Um, Mario, Bowser, and Peach are all in wedding outfits, and it looks like Mario and Bowser, if you put them together, would hold hands, and Peach <laughs> is really shocked, and she has her hands up. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure the plot of this game is that Mario wants to marry Bowser, and Princess Peach is trying to stop the wedding. I think wow. that's That is amazing. I would um, love that. Also, Bowser's looking like a like a real, genuine, bona fide pahimper. In that yeah. wedding attire. He is a suave gentleman in that white suit and top hat. It looks ama- like, that's when you style goal. Like, I want it's, that hat and I want that They finally want to make us realise why Princess Peach keeps leaving this crazy stalker plumber for Bowser. Yeah. I, I, I think it's that they saw the, the positive reception to games like Overwatch and they made the realisation that they want you to want to fuck characters and that's what <laughs> make games sell. So they're like, let's make the most like stylish, fuckable Bowser we can make. Fuckable I was about Bowser. to ask... I was about to ask, really? Do you really want to fuck, like, Roadhog and, and the no. Joker guy? And then I was like, I forget who I'm talking to here. <laughs> oh, well, I'll fuck any of the Overwatch cast. I'll fuck them all. Well, that's the um, title anyway. Fuckable Bowser Re3 2017. That's, that's the <laughs> title Bowser. sorted. So the big Nintendo, like, announcements were Metroid Prime 4 is being developed. It's not being developed by Retro. It's being developed internally by Nintendo's Kyoko stu- Kyoto Studio. Okay. Um, and... The Switch is getting a, por- a core Pokemon RPG, which, like, I don't know why they didn't just announce that in the Pokemon Nintendo Direct a week ago when they were talking about Pokemon games that were coming out. But because they're making they're a Switch Nintendo. Pokemon game. Yeah. So, yeah, Pokemon, like a proper know. RPG, not a spin-off, is coming to the Switch. That's nice. Laura, um, no, um, no word on hardware updates for the Switch about... Backing no. up saves or anything like that. No, no word no, no, on hardware. No, no word on virtual console. No, um, no what? real details on anything like related to the Switch's infrastructure or hardware. That's no. Yeah, that's disappointing. We, we did find out some 3DS stuff. We found out that um, in the Treehouse stream that Metroid Two is getting a 3D like remake for the 3DS, and it looks really cool. Um, yeah, but everybody. I, kind of, I wish it was a Switch one. Literally everybody in the world threw their 3DSs in a dumpster, like a giant dumpster in the middle of New York, and said, "We don't need these anymore. We all have Switches now," and and put Pokemon Sun and Moon on the Switch. And Nintendo said, "Yes, we will definitely do that." That's how I remember it. Yeah, something like that. Um, Knowing Nintendo, what they'll do is they'll <laughs> port the Switch to the DS. <laughs> I was going to correct you And then I was like no no you're right That Nintendo would do it that way around Of course they would And you can only play it through your TV You have to hook them both up to your TV 
<laughs> and it all runs uh, through DSiWare. <laughs> okay. So other things we had, like the big things we, we got. Um, the Scorpio is now the Xbox One X, which is going to confuse every grandmother who goes to buy an Xbox for their grandkid yeah. at Christmas. I hope Sony like... counters with the PlayStation 4 Play. Um, my favourite thing about the name Xbox One X is you can shorten it to X-B-O-X, Xbox. Xbox. The acronym of Xbox One X is Xbox, yeah, and I kind bad. of love that three, in its terribleness. Three X's in a sentence is too much, let alone in a title for something. Xbox One X. That's yeah. like the most One 90s X. name a console's ever had. Yeah. The Xbox One X. The, the summary on the Xbox One X is there's no exclusive software for it. It's uh, $499 or about £470. And the only game confirmed to run at both 4K and 60fps is Forza. The rest of them run at either 4K 30 or less than 4K 60. Think, think then, about that. Think about their the claims Xbox. to being the most powerful console ever can go sh- get shoved up their own ass. then. It doesn't yeah, matter, does it? The like thing they, about they... the Xbox One X, though, is my Xbox is already my X. Oh. Nice. Um, the, the thing that was weird about this is they didn't... Uh, pretty much everything they announced for the Xbox One X also is coming to PC. And if you already have a gaming PC, it's like, okay, so there's not there's still not a reason for me to play my Xbox uh, if I own a PC? Yes, there is, and it's called the Windows Store. Okay, yeah, that that's fair. That is... That's that is it. The one thing keeping the Xbox One X competitive is it's Microsoft's own <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we we got a bunch of games. Like I'm, shown I'm for probably going to play like, Destiny on console because of that. Yeah the the only real ge- like the only game that we got told 4K and 60 FPS was Forza. The rest of them they were very cagey about mentioning frame rates, which. Led everyone to very quickly realise, oh, you're not saying 4K60 because it's not that. 4K60. Because yeah. your racing game is the only game that will do 4K60. It'll be the same thing as the PS4 Pro. It's like, yeah, the Xbox One X can be powerful, but if it's still going to more or less be the same story as the PS4 Pro, it doesn't really matter. What matters are games. And, not because I don't want to just dump like unfairly dump on Microsoft here, Microsoft did deliver on the thing that mattered. They went from me having this Xbox One that I've got that doesn't work and have felt no need to replace. Uh, over mm. the course of that briefing, they had me going, okay, now now you've made a compelling argument for me to resume having an Xbox in the house once this Xbox One X, which I still want to call the Scorpio, comes out. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's... It is a weird proposition. Like, I think where this sits right now is if you don't already own a gaming PC, but you do own or are investing in a 4K TV and you would like to play 4K games, this is a cheap alternative to building a gaming PC because you are probably going to get, because it's a dedicated console, you're probably going to get better performance for your money out of this in terms of trying to build something that's 4K ready. Um, It... That that's not a bad place to position it, but the people who care about 4K gaming are probably the same people that already PC game, and those people already own a system that can play most of the games coming to the the One X, which is a weird situation they're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an odd one. It's it's. I feel like this would have been 
a real uh, a, a, a real uh, impactful announcement if it had come much sooner much closer to the PS4 Pro coming out if they could have taken the wind out of the PS4 Pro sales by saying here's what the Xbox One X is I think that would have been valuable to them. I think this far removed, especially now the PS4 Pro's out, and you know I've got mm. a 4K TV and I've got a PS4 Pro, and I'm kind of like it's still cool, but it's it's you get over it after a while, you know. No matter how impressive yeah. it is initially, you always get used to it, and so I yeah, but really the thing don't is then... give a shit about all the the processing core flops that they were talking about at the beginning. I just care about the games. Well, I couldn't care about that those specs, so but I'm glad they opened the, telling the, us what they were. I like the, the transparency. audience was whooping whenever he was saying the numbers of the floppy resolutes. Well, like, I don't care about any of those numbers, but again, transparency about the hardware is nice, oh, I guess. Have, I'm not saying they shouldn't have done it. I'm just saying that... Uh, it kind of it kind of felt like, though, because you don't have a clue what this means... You're dumb and you're going to think it's awesome. <laughs> I'm sure it's, it's the same it, as like when they used to talk about blast processing. It's like, here's a term that you don't know what it means, but we tell you that it's cool, therefore we have the power box. Uh, what else did we have? Bethesda's conference was mainly stuff we already kind of knew about. Uh, the two new things we got were a sequel to Wolfenstein and a sequel to The Evil Within. Mm. Either of you got thoughts on either of these? I'll shoot um, some more Nazis. I'm happy with that. Uh, well, hell yeah. yeah. I'm up for fucking doing some Nazi hunting. Uh, I want to hunt some Nazis. BJ, BJ looks as um, likable and charismatic as he did before, which is cool. Yeah, it seems he's, he's, it's his, not like he's got a ton of personality, but what he yeah. has is functional. Like It works for what it is. And there's also mm. a very mild... I, I also always felt with BJ in that... In that uh, game there's a very mild tongue-in-cheek kind of knowingness to his kind of all-american hero kind of thing Somewhat, <laughs> you yeah, know yeah as far as evil within two goes uh eh, i'm like the first one was okay and, and i, I it enjoyed looks visually very cool yeah, I, i'll play another one i'm not counting down the days to it I or mean, anything i'll give it another it, chance it looks like one of the best Marilyn Manson music videos you'll ever see. <laughs> um, we had the Devolver press conference that was 20 minutes long. Amazing. And <laughs> it, it, was, uh, it was the greatest satire on E3 I've seen in a while. Yeah. Um, it was a, cro- a Cronenbergian masterpiece. <laughs> so I, I think it wasn't perfect. I think there were, there were definitely jokes that didn't land and it could have been cut down a bit. But everything where that one woman was on stage talking to the fake audience yeah. was the highlight of E3. It was, it was hitting home hard on how terrible E3 is. And, was, and I loved that ending. It, it, it reminded me of um, a lot of Onion and Clickhole stuff. It it reminded me of something like that too many cooks video that went around the sort that of thing too. where Very if you're watching swim in if if you're watching Adult Swim at three a.m. something will air once and then never air again and yeah. pe- you try and describe it to people and people will think you've gone mad yeah like, like the- this feels like the kind of thing had this not been announced and it just turned up on the Twitch stream 
people would be like, I swear to God, Devolver did this thing and no one would believe you. Yeah, that it would be those one of those things you wake up bleary-eyed in the morning as with the too many cooks thing and you're like, what the fuck happened? Uh, which was a bit yeah, what, I what, that. Did I, did I take airport. magic mushrooms last night or did that Devolver <laughs> thing actually happen? But I, um, uh, my fi- my favourite bit of Devolver was when they got uh, Suda51 out saying he was going to announce a game for Devolver Digital and then he was like, who would Devolver Digital? Who is this? What? No, I'm not making a game for them. Fuck off. Um, they like they got Suda fifty one in to not announce a game, and I loved it. <laughs> yeah, you both there? Did I? Did yeah, I lose sorry, you? I just had my mouth full of uh, uh, beer. Okay, that's cool. Um, uh, updates on the PC gaming show still shit. Yeah, turn that one off after a while. It's it's. I, I stayed through the whole thing. I live streamed it, and it basically was the same it was the last two years, which is. Um, here's a bunch of interesting trailers we could have done a good snappy 40 minute conference on but instead we're going to stop between each one to have a lowball questions interview with someone who's really not charismatic in front of a camera yeah it was uh, it was pretty dire and it didn't help that Intel had done a lot of what they went on to do immediately before they did it oh they did the Intel show that was then repeated in the PC in gamer the PC show. Gaming show, like just be, it was. It was almost as if they thought this isn't boring enough. How about we do the Intel show again and also have it led by the least charismatic man in the world? Yeah, it was not great. Um, you know what did, did look kind of great? Bioware's new IP, Anthem. Oh, that looks fun, yeah. Yeah, that looks yeah. alright, yeah. Uh, I hated Exo the scripted suits. chatter. It looked good, it sounded oh, yeah. fuck awful. Oh, the scripted chatter is terrible. You know what's funny? It... I didn't realise until like two, three minutes into it that that was scripted chatter and not the actual characters. That's what and they think, bank on. That's why they I think do it. That's, I think that says a lot about Mass Effect Andromeda. <laughs> <laughs> But they do that. Um, they do that to make the game. Like I, I did a video on this uh, a few E3s yeah. back when Ubisoft first they, started it. Um, yeah, they want trick. it to seem like the game has like cool adaptive AI that it doesn't have. Yeah, like it, even if like, it's not like they're saying that's what it has, but that it it makes you subliminally think while you're watching it. This is a lot more dynamic and interesting than it actually is. If they played yeah. that with actual like npc dialogue if there even is any in that particular game mode they were playing or what have you uh if there were none even like it, it wouldn't be as involving and and but to me it, it's such a blatant trick that it does the yeah. opposite of what it's intended to do same and i struggle to get into what i'm watching because i'm just i'm cringing at it because it's so bold-faced my the game looks so cool my... though yeah, oh, my, my read on Anthem, and I might be wrong, is it basically looks like four-player co-op Mass Effect on the space desert. Yeah. And I'm kind of into that. I mean, I don't think that. it's too unfair to say it did look like a kind of a, 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 a little bit of a meld between Destiny and Mass Effect, which is not... Definitely. Pe- when you say that, people are like, oh, give it a chance. But you're like, well, I didn't mean that as a bad thing. No, yeah. no, no. There's, like, there's great like... things in both those games. I like Bioware's movement and shooting mechanics, and I'd like to play a co-op story game with those mechanics. Yeah, like as someone who liked, who liked a lot of what Destiny was in theory, and yeah, quite despised. Uh, Des- Destiny, what it was had, in Destiny has Destiny um, has 
amazing, wonderfully good feeling shooting mechanics. The only game I, I can think of that uh, felt as good to shoot in was Titanfall 2. Oh, Titanfall 2 did feel so good. Um, Sorry, I didn't I'm watch laughing. EA's I'm, conference I'm getting... and I heard it wasn't worth it. Is that true? Uh, EA's conference was mainly sports, yeah. racing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, games you already knew about. Jim. Anthem exists. Yeah. Wait until Microsoft. You'll see get, it there. Okay. Get and that this. Was it. Gotcha. They get this. They opened with sports. Okay. How <gasps> how are you supposed to take a piss break when you haven't even drank anything? That's <laughs> that's that was the way they got you. It's like, we'll do this first, then they can't piss. They'll have to wet themselves. EA's main thing they did is they continually kept showing uh, montages of YouTubers and esports people for every game. Oh, yeah. To basically be like, hey, buy our game and you'll become famous. You'll either be famous for talking while you play it or you'll be famous for playing it good. Get famous, buy our game. Was it EA who had that horrendous screaming esports commentator? I think that was Ubisoft. Yes. Or was that Ubi? It, was it both, oh, maybe? It was, yeah. it was one I watched because I was tweeting constantly, please stop this. Yeah. Uh, while well, it I was think that might have been Microsoft, yeah. actually. It may have been. It may yeah. have been. I uh, Lots of them yeah. did. Like I need to go back and... So, I need to watch the EA oh. one because uh, yeah. I do want to see that influencer thing because I've got, I've got things to say about that in general yeah. and I want to see it in practice because from it what I've a, heard it's exactly so how I think EA, it is it was EA definitely for really that sh- game that yeah. had the very uh, it was a shooter and it had in David Cage voice very low polygons oh uh, Lawbreakers was it I think no it wasn't Lawbreakers um, that's no. Tiffy B's uh, new one yeah, oh yeah okay so here's here's the thing about EA and how they handled influencers um, they kept trying to use quirky terms to disguise bad business practices uh, like all the YouTube influencers they had doing like uh, uh, d- playing the game for them were in their creator cave where content producers get together to create the future content that comes out of our content and the creators um, probably the shittiest thing they did is for one of their games they made a big deal of like oh we flew out dedicated fans to our offices and they got to play the game and give us feedback on how it was so we could improve the game and it's basically like Okay, first of all, that's playtesting. Every publisher does that. B, you're making it seem an awful lot like you flew in fans of the game to avoid paying properly for for playtesters, yeah. maybe? Like, it seems like they got excited people in to avoid... At least that's the tone they gave in the conference, was we brought in excited fans. We paid their flights so they would playtest yeah, for I'll be us. Yeah, looking at that, because I'm doing a... As oh, someone oh, who's... Been put on flights as an excited fan to go and play games early. Uh, I can assure you, usually that's not what's happening. You're just there to kind of hype it up. Yeah, it it was weird. There's a, there was a lot of potentially shady use of influencers in. Well, I mean, the, the, uh, I mean the fact that the they're one. outright called influencers. I don't think it's like. It's shady ethically, but I don't think they're disguising it at all. I mean, well, they didn't call them influencers. They called them their creators from the creator cave and their loyal fans. And they they used a lot of like trying to avoid saying these are basically sponsorships. We're trying to like fawn <laughs> off on you. Um, other things that happened: Microsoft showed off Minecraft in 4K, and it looks hilariously bad. I don't know why they thought Minecraft was a good game to big up 4K on the Xbox One X. Sorry, like, I'm just 
I'm I'm sorry, I really have to interrupt you here. I'm getting up yeah. until dawn updates here on, on my text oh, and it's so fucking what, funny. What are the until dawn updates? Okay. Emily is a fucking bitch. I can't remember which one Emily is. Can you remember which one Emily is? Anyway, apparently she she does not like Emily. I legit can't see anything. No wonder they're all fucking dying. <laughs> I'm going to piss myself and poo myself. I need to take a break. I had to take a break to listen to a happy song. Now Jess is dead and my mouth is like the Sahara. <laughs> well, I'm glad. This I'm is, glad that Until Dawn's going well. For, for anyone who didn't listen last week, this is what happens when you're when you give your girlfriend who never plays video games, <laughs> make her play Until Dawn and she's completely addicted to it now. <laughs> God, I might, um, I, I might want to put Until Dawn on the in the PS4 again and play it. I can, I can that's do such a good. I, I want to go back to that soon. Um, so yeah, no, Minecraft in 4K is like it. It's weird. It's all muddy textures on blocks, and I don't. They're not crisp. I don't know why they thought this was a good 4K showcase. Uh, do you know what, Laura? Strange. I'm actually going to disagree with you. I think Minecraft okay. would look really pretty in 4K. Have you seen the 4K version? No, but I've seen okay. Minecraft okay. on a PC in 1080p with all the shaders and everything. And um, okay, I'm showing. I'm going to send you in a second a picture of the official, um, how the official Xbox One 4K Minecraft looks. Because yeah. I want to get your live reaction. I, okay. I need you all to vamp for a second while I find this picture. Right. Because I, um, think, I is... actually think the simplicity uh, and clarity of the lines in minecraft is why it, it will look well, so they, nice in they, 4K. It, they'll ruin that for you because they're mm. they're going to do a super duper graphics version that was the big thing <laughs> they hyped up so they'll ruin that for you with the simplicity yeah they 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 got rid of the simplicity but do, but left everything muddy um just put a lot uh, of solar okay. rays everywhere okay oh, are you are you ready rays. for this image i'm gonna um I'm trying to find the best way to to do this. There we go. Just drop I'm it in the it, Skype. Yeah, chat. I'm put. I'm putting it in the Skype chat. Right. This is 4K Minecraft. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> it looks bad, right? <laughs> That's 4K oh, Minecraft. Dear. Wait a minute. Yeah. Did they change out the actual pixely textures for slapped on photographs of cows? Yes. Yes. They've tried to what make it look more fuck? realistic, and they've made it look worse. Uh, okay. So, what yeah. the fuck? That's pretty. Great. Okay. So that's what I mean when I say like I'm not like in theory they could have made it look really nice by just really crisping it up and increasing draw distances and things, but no, it doesn't look great. Is that not a joke? Um, is is that not? No, that's not. I, a, is that's this not actually a joke. the game, Laura? That's, that's not a joke. That's real. And was this photograph of a cow's face on a block in any previous version of Minecraft? I do not believe so. Why would they do that? Yeah. It's not so, a mod, is it? No, no, this is this is Microsoft's 4K fair, though, Xbox One X version to, of Minecraft. To, to be fair, looking behind if we can manage to look beyond the cow. <laughs> <laughs> look beyond the cow, yeah. There's some nice uh, you know, ambient occlusion going on on the wall in the background there and it it does look pretty, you know. Yeah, but but that cow but face. But that cow. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I might try and find some more images to show you in a sec. But it's um, uh, it's it's not looking impressive. It's like, do you remember what some of the really cheap transformers? Um, you'd have to press down and the head would pop up. And because they were too cheap to actually 
mold the face, there'd be a face stuck onto the fucking block. That's what it looks yep. like. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it's not a get? joke. Yeah, it's not a joke. Huh. Amazing. That That is, as I understand it, Minecraft on the Xbox One X. That's incredible. Uh, well, the important thing to remember here, Laura, is if you're incorrect on this, we should rage really, really hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well... <laughs> If 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 this is wrong, uh, blame Destructoid, who I who I got this image off their website, where they say that this is an actual thing. Wait a minute, um, you're saying that Destructoid might put out something that's not quite <gasps> accurate. <gasps> <laughs> Moving on, Life is Strange is getting a three episode prequel, and I'm really excited for it, mainly because I want more of uh, of Chloe, the the blue haired character from that. Laura, did you hear that Chloe's not being played by the original actress? No, I didn't. Yeah, because of the uh, strike. Oh. Yeah, she tweeted oh, that. Oh, that's really disappointing. Kind of sucks, right? Yeah. Sorry, I'm suddenly <laughs> I shouldn't infinitely have told less... you. <laughs> no, I'm glad you told me so I could let get you know let myself down. Now, um, I was excited about it because it's like, hey, here's blue haired character before she's blue haired punk girl. Here's the story of how she fell in love with this girl who then died. And I'm like, I, Life is Strange is not perfect by any means, but I would like a couple more episodes of those characters. Yeah. Hopefully their replacement Chloe is good. Um, oh, there's a game I, I wanted to talk about that uh, came up during the show. Did either of you see the game A Way Out, that co-op prison break thing? Yes. My good buddy Sam Hulick, he of Mass Effect, Soundtrack fame is doing the soundtrack for that game. Collusion, collusions everywhere. Uh, yeah, so, it looks uh, fucking great. It it looks really interesting. I'm kind of worried about it for a couple of reasons, but um, for anyone who didn't see it, it's a uh, couch co-op, uh, nar- like linear narrative game where you're trying to break out of a prison, and you play as two separate characters who are doing independent, separate stories mm. in the same prison. Um. And there's some interesting stuff going on with asymmetry where the player on the left half of the screen might be having a cutscene that's relevant to their bit, a character's bit of story, while the right-hand side of the screen is still playing and doing progress. And that's interesting in theory. In practice, I wonder if I'm the player on the right screen who's like still playing and the left screen's having a cutscene... I'm not going to keep playing. I'm going to stop what I'm doing and watch the cutscene. You know what else, though, was interesting in theory and might not have been in practice? Yeah. Every single mechanic in their previous game, Brothers, which was fucking amazing. So I'm pretty pretty hopeful about this one. That's why I'm giving them some confidence. Brothers, Mm. A Tale of Two Sons was fantastic and... I am willing to give them the benefit of the doubt for now. I'm I'm cautiously concerned about execution, but yeah. I will I will give them like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna assume it's gonna be bad until I've seen it or try, I've tried it. Oh, but finally, I'd, I'd finally some couch co-op. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm really that, that I'm, in itself really, is enough to get me like yay. Yeah, I I really like that they're mm. making. Continuing to make games about two different characters doing separate things in a shared story. Mm. That's that's a nice thing. Um, I'll be right back. I'm going to just grab another beer. That's all right. Go go enjoy your beer. Uh, I'll get tagged in. Fa- Boom. Hot tag. Yeah. Jim, what are we talking Jim, about? <laughs> there's a thing I found interesting that I think you might have opinions yeah. on. Um, so Microsoft, uh, Minecraft and Rocket League are two examples of games that this applies to. Um... 
both Minecraft and Rocket League now have crossplay where you can play online with people on other consoles. Crossplay uh, was a bit across, of a, 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 yeah, a word that uh, went around this this year. Yeah, it's, it's a word that went around. Uh, so Minecraft and Rocket League have crossplay between PC, Xbox One, and Switch. Yeah, but neither of them have PS4 crossplay. Indeed, and. This has been a thing for a while because, like, uh, back when crossplay was being discussed, I think it was E3 last year, Microsoft made a big deal of we're going to allow people to play with their friends on other systems. My, uh, Sony, the ball's in your court now. I believe so, yeah. And s- yeah, and Sony seems to be dragging their heels. It- it's weird to think that Nintendo are on board with playing with other systems. But Sony's not. Yeah. Sony yeah. are the ones dragging their heels. Well, in a way, it would almost make sense because... Nintendo truly, I I do believe, even though they are wrong on several levels, I do truly believe that that they think they're not really in competition with. They 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 see the console wars between Microsoft and Sony, and they're doing their yeah. own thing, which in some ways isn't true because they're still operating in the same economy, but in some ways still is true because. Yeah. Uh, you know, they they do seem to have success and failure independent of what the rest of the industry is up to. I think, so I can see why they think, wouldn't really care. Yeah, I think Nintendo has everything to gain and nothing to lose by doing crossplay mm-hmm. with other platforms. But considering Sony's big like marketing phrase for the last few years has been uh, f- it, uh, for the players or something something about for the players. This is like the one anti-consumer thing that like they've not said that they don't have the infrastructure for it. Uh, they clearly do because Street Fighter 4, at least in theory, supported crossplay between PC and PS4. Yeah, I'm just I don't know why they're dragging their heels I mean, because at this point it reflects poorly on them. Yeah, it, it what are be... what, what are the on a very cynical level? What are the commercial pitfalls of crossplay? Uh, you allow people who are playing your console to be aware that other consoles exist. Yeah, like that's that is what it boils down to. I think is while you're playing your uh, Rocket League on uh, on the Xbox One, you they might can not be want telling you about your Xbox games. One players to know that uh, Rocket League is also on the Switch, where you could play it portably and a shared play. Like, which is funny because for Sony this gen, that almost could have been seen as something that would work in their favor. Yeah, it probably would. Uh, like, considering that there are more games on PS4 that people care about right now than Xbox One, if they'd agreed to do crossplay, it probably would have worked in their favor because Xbox players would have been like, "Oh, my my crossplay PS4 play- friends have left Rocket League to go play all these cool games that we don't have." Mm. So it's it's. I don't know why Sony's dragging their heels. I've yet to come up with any kind of convincing theory as to why they might have done that. I would love crossplay fucking Play Horizon on my PC. Oh, imagine that game on PC. Yeah. uh... And Bloodborne. Oh, we guys, we didn't get any. I know Jim thinks it was silly for anyone to. uh, I never said it was silly. I never said it was silly. I said. I said, I'm fine with it. I said, yeah. give them a breather. Like, we've had yeah. a Ducks, well, a Souls-like game, you know, Blood Souls or whatever, Soulsborne game a year. Uh, we don't yeah. want it to go Call of Duty on us. I'd say give them a breather, let them take their time and wow us with something big time. You know, you're actually right there, and I think for our sake as well, 
give us a chance to really want one again. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Like I think yeah. the best thing for them to do. I. I think if if Dark Souls three had waited another year and come out, I feel like people would have had a better reaction to I it, even so if too. it was the, even if it was the exact same game. Yeah. Yeah. I think I yeah. think Grand Theft Auto. Um, I mean, Grand Theft Auto, of course, is a massive enough franchise that it can still, it can sustain yeah. itself for such a long period of time without, like, b- between releases. But with it at that level, I do think it benefits tremendously from not coming out once a year. So that every time a, yeah. a GTA game comes out, it's an event. It's not just another I, entry, it's an event. I, it's huge. I, yeah. I agree with you on all this, but, like... You know, there was no reason to believe it would happen, but there's a little bit of me that was like, "Demon Souls, can that? Can we? Can we get?" A I mean, that yeah. I would have liked. Yeah, yeah that yeah. that would have been like nice. that. Yeah. That would have been the way to do it. Is the game that's like most difficult to currently play in terms of like getting it to run on a thing that you have, like update it, bring it back because like not enough people paid attention to Demon Souls. Dark Souls is where people mm. seem to jump on that bandwagon. Yeah. A, a, a PS4 re-release or remake of uh, or, or remaster of Demon Souls would have been very nice, but but you know, oh, you know. I mean, maybe next year they're they're doing a Shadow of the Colossus next, and they do seem to not throw out remasters in big chunks. And um, I forget, I, I think Sony had some involvement with uh, Demon Souls. Uh, or at the very least, it's an exclusive. I know uh, Atlas was yeah. was involved in the publishing, um, but you know may- maybe it's uh, something to be staggered. But hopefully, I mean the conversation keeps coming up with regards to a, a remaster or uh, of Demon Souls. So fingers crossed, if the conversation keeps yeah. happening and pressure keeps mounting, we'll we'll see it happen at some point. Hopefully. Oh, we got some some details on that Breath of the Wild DLC. Oh yeah, um, did, the yeah. first DLC is. Yeah, the first DLC is coming in like two weeks, I think. It's coming at the end of this month. Uh, it's the one that we already knew about where like there's a trial dungeon to upgrade your Master Sword and new outfits and hard mode and uh, the thing that tracks where you've been in the world. Uh, the second DLC, we got a bit of information on that. That's the story one. Um, they seem to imply that the story DLC will be set... Back in the past, when all four of the original champions were still alive and around. So, we might be exploring Hyrule before it went to shit, which would be kind of cool. That'd be nice. So I'd like to see uh, yeah. nice, nice, lovely Hyrule City and stuff. That, that, that'd that be, that'd be, be interesting. Nice. Um Sorry, I'm going through, like, there's so much that happened at E3. I'm trying to keep on top of, like, weird we've, things. Uh, um, we've done a pretty good job now skimming through it today, I have to say. I'm I'm impressed how well we got through pretty much everything and pretty much took oh, an hour. I think people oh. are going to be happy with how hardcore video games this episode was. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Bethesda's paid mod thing. Oh, Bethesda's doing paid mods, except they decided not to call them paid mods. What did they call them? Um, I don't know, Bethesda's fun workshop of lost toys or whatever. Fun workshop of we're definitely not charging thing, you for things, oh wait, we are, the sorry. The only thing I remember was them coming up with that fucking Bethesda land term. Um, but, oh, but, God. Yeah. I'm, guessing, I'm guessing this is going to be console only, right? <laughs> 
because Probably. I mean they're not surely they can't start I mean, charging on I'm, the Nexus. That would that would cause a fucking I'm uprising still looking of into angry it because Bethesda's <laughs> another one I need to catch up on. So I just mm. had a lot of people messaging me about it, and, and I just skimmed through. You know what? The talk about after it. this. I'm and gonna go and look at look at the Nexus forums mm. and see how this news is going down. <laughs> um. Oh, other. Sorry, things, Jim. Other can things... you hear me? Am I talking over you a lot, or am I a bit on? No, delay no, no. Then? You're no, you're fine. You you're sounding fine, Gav. Okay. I just keep worrying um, that I'm talking over Jim because I might be a bit behind what he's saying or whatever. No, you you're doing okay, Gav. Don't worry. Okay. Um. Oh, um, Mario Plus Rabbids is getting a set of figurines, but weirdly, they're not amiibo. And that seems like a really odd choice. All right. Yeah, they're, they're, they're making figurines that look like Amiibo, but they're not Amiibo bases, okay. and they don't have Amiibo functionality. And that's particularly weird, considering that the Switch's eShop page for Mario Plus Rabbids has it listed as having Amiibo support. Well, I mean, they, so they can make... the game supports Amiibo, but their figurines aren't yeah, Amiibo. They can make little figurines, sell those. Then they can make little amiibos sell those. I mean, why? Why leave yeah, money on that's... the table? Why leave money on the table? Uh, I I suppose. Um, um, yeah. yeah, is that is that a good place for is us to wrap up? Is this a good up? time think... to introduce everyone? <laughs> <laughs> this is pod position, by the way. Um, I'm Jim. Welcome to pod position. <laughs> Episode 135. 135. I'm Jim Sterling. Uh, I'm joined by Laura Kanye-Pale. Hello. Hello. Uh, how are you? I, there was this I'm, thing called I'm E3. Right. I bet we're going to talk about it a bit once uh, the yeah, show starts, yeah, been, right, Jim? Uh, I've, been, I've been watching E3. Uh, we're also joined by Gavin. Gavin, have you been enjoying E3? Yeah, I've been drunk. Yeah, you've been I just saw uh, you put your beer haven't, down. I haven't been fulfilling my stereotype much this year, but this week I was all all about it. I mean, I've been in a state of, of intoxication myself. It's all good. Uh, it's the best way to enjoy E3. I will say, like, before we properly... It's the best way to experience the world right now, to be honest. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I will say before we close off, though, that uh, I think it was low on Twitter snark this year. I think that by by sticking mm. to games so much, um, so many of the yeah. companies... They made it hard to snark. Yeah, I mean, you know, I got some good jokes out. There were some fun goofs to yeah. be had, but... A lot of it, I, I could only really commentate on the games. And yeah. while, you know, it's a bit sad that you can't all have fun with uh, the Twitter snark. Uh, and not that there wasn't any, but there was some fun, but it wasn't quite as intense as previous you know years. The, but that's you know good the thing, for the industry, though? I guess. It's easy to be funny when you're being cunty, but it's such more of a challenge to be funny about things that you're being positive about. And there, yeah. I think... And I, so I was we looking back at all my tweets. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was looking back at my tweets over E3 and I was like, yeah, there's there's mostly just getting excited about shit. There was a bit of snark, yeah. but nothing that was really like Oh, I mean, uh, yeah, shit. It, it wasn't snark this year from me. It was it was just like yeah. riffing. It was it was yeah. little yeah. goofs and jabs. I, I found no reason to to get snippy except in a few little places. Yeah. Uh, like when they were selling a Porsche to everyone on stage. Oh God! When the nine eleven the show where we reveal new cars. It's like don't don't call your car the nine eleven, and then don't tell people on an E three stage that you've got the most powerful nine eleven. Like don't don't say that. That that to me, what, I'd, have, I'd have walked the that one back before I uh, went on a stage with it. Uh, 
So, um, can I tell you was... my, um, Laura, you say first, whatever you're going to say. Oh, very quickly. Um, there was a game that was revealed that I thought was interesting for like one or two reasons. Uh, if you remember back with Watch Dogs 2, there was a mission where you broke into basically Ubisoft's offices and leaked a fake, tra- like a trailer for an a Ubisoft E3 yes. game. Uh, we found out what that, that, uh, tease was for. Um, it is called Starlink Battle for Atlantis. Uh, no, sorry, Battle for Atlas, sorry. Starlink Battle for Atlas. And it's basically... Um, or those Toys to Life games, if they were oh, yeah. like about space, uh, like customizable spaceships and aimed at adults rather Sam than children. Prell, like, Sam Prell on Twitter called hmm. it No Man's Skylanders, which I thought was very <laughs> No nice. Man's Skylanders <laughs> is perfect. It's... It's basically they want adults to get into the Toys to Life craze. So it's like, hey, here's some really nice looking, like, really nice looking figurines of cool spaceships. You can attach and detach pieces to them that make them have different components. Play a cool space the, battle game. The irony is, is they lost to me because I liked it when it was cute, colourful monsters and Nintendo characters. Spaceships don't do yeah, a agreed. lot for me. Like I, I see what they're doing, and I can see it taken off. I can see it, it having a nice market. I don't think it. I don't think, although I could be wrong. You know, toys aren't exactly my area of expertise. But I, I can't see it cough, taking cough, off Boglins. as big as well. Yeah, Boglins, of course. Um, well, they're not toys. That, that's are these art. not? The, are these not the? Are these not the new Boglins? Uh, I don't think they'll be the new Boglins. Boglins are art, Laura. Yeah, just Boglins like are art, but I, I don't. Now that we've had the Skylanders and the Amiibo thing, I don't see this being as big a thing, but I think it'll have a nice little market. Um, And and who knows, maybe it will explode. I have zero interest in buying a bunch of figures for a Toys to Life thing. However, I want this cool-looking space battle game, and I want to own these cool-looking figurines of spaceships, so I guess I'm buying a Toys to Life game. I'm interested in the the gameplay perspective of it. Uh, It's just spaceships are not... They're not immediately exciting. Spaceships are my thing. I love spaceship designs, mm-hmm. and they all look so cool, and they're all like really nice, shiny, was... like metally looking well, there figurines. There were a lot of rumors about a Bethesda spaceship open world game. Oh, they're doing that. that. Yeah, they were talking about um, at that, some point. That never happened, did it? Yeah. Well, that was one of those it stands to reason rumors that were floating about, where people were like, yeah. "Oh, they're finally going to reveal that." I think it has a name, but I can't remember what the name was. But they're finally going to do their open universe RPG uh, because they won't be talking about Fallout too much. They won't be talking about Skyrim too much. So it stands to reason. And well, no, they that's that's not how a rumor. Works. Anyone, anyone who's who was disappointed that we didn't see Elder Scrolls, though. I mean. I mean, I wasn't really, expecting. Well, we did. Really, we did. We saw Skyrim at every uh, fucking press conference. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, are you not excited for Skyrim? At this point, Skyrim on the Xbox. Skyrim. I remember when I used to like that song. Okay, so Skyrim, you can play it in VR on the PlayStation, and you can you can. Skyrim you can dress up as Link, Link on the Switch. I still, you know what? I spent, I spent a new hundred hours on Skyrim last year with the uh, the new edition for um because I was doing a music video because Bethesda asked me to collusion. Just being Man. honest, just being honest there now. But I did enjoy it. I did enjoy that hundred hours, and it's still an oh, enjoyable. I still game, love so. playing Skyrim. It's just yeah. 
It is so old. It doesn't old. need to be on everything. It's so old. It's and kind of the benchmark now. Yeah. Remember how Doom used to be the benchmark of can it, can it run? Like, ne- we're, we're going to be running Skyrim on like seven <laughs> beer bottles next year. Um, it's like, it's not like I don't like it, and I probably would enjoy having it on a Switch as well, just to have it on a plane, that'd be nice. Um, but it, I, I was just sick of hearing the theme tune by the end of the the, the past couple days. Just sick of hearing it. <laughs> Can I tell you my best... Um... Okay, yeah, you can tell us your thing, guys. Can I tell you my best E3 tweet? Yeah. What's your best E3 tweet? Why is the Xbox One X like Donald Trump? Why? It wastes a lot of power, has the biggest flops, and feels out of place in a PC world. <laughs> my 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 best I'm still happy with are my uh, my tweets of the uh, the photos of wedding Mario, Bowser and Peach. Uh, the first one in which I talked about their uh, pending polyamorous uh, wedding they were going to have in Mario Odyssey and the other one where I photoshopped them around so it looked like Mario and Bowser were holding hands and Peach was shocked about the the, the wedding that nice. she wasn't invited to. Do you know? Um, my best tweet was um, uh, what was it? It was it was actually it was also Rabbids uh, it was Rabbids yeah. and Kingdom thingy. Uh, Rabbids and Kingdom Rabbids plus Mario. Uh, where during the presentation, the guy narrating said uh, that the uh, Mushroom Kingdom is in turmoil and chaos. And I quoted it and said, did Peach call for a snap election as well? <laughs> and and that was oh, Jim, you had a tear tweetage. You had a tweet <laughs> that made me actually nearly spit out my beer. And it was... Um, it was a picture of this huge, giant, angry-looking rabbit, and your caption was <laughs> "Breath of the Wild got what out of 10? Oh yeah, the Donkey Kong rabbit roaring. Um, that was that fucking was, good. I, I did enjoy doing that one. Um, it was uh, obviously an esoteric joke for people who might not know about your view, but for those of us in the know, it was very good. Is is that a good place a good for us place to wrap, to wrap up? Because I know yeah. we had to we had to keep it yeah. to an hour this ish this yeah. week, and this is just over an hour. We 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 did good getting through E three. Finger that, that guns. Uh, yeah. The Jimquisition on Monday will be winners and losers, and it won't be one of those like which press conference won. Um, although you know there will be an ultimate winner of E three, and we all know what it'll be. Uh, but um. It, it'll be. I don't know. I don't know what's going to be. be I have no of, idea who you're going to pick. It'll be a kind of nuanced. I, look I, at, I mean, at I felt. I felt Ubisoft had the best showing, but for Jim to pick that would be such a shock for me. I, I you know. Well, uh, maybe I will <laughs> surprise you. I, I. A lot of people know what it is, but um, it'll be looking at just rather than just assessing press conferences, it will be picking up. Uh, actual trends or particular games or just particular themes. Uh, and I think it'll be a nice little thing because we're going to try and do some other Jimquisitions that aren't quite the usual intro, talk, 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 outro thing. Um, nothing dramatic, still the same kind of thing, but I want to try uh, just some little different other ways of looking at topics. So we're going to do a kind of more of a snappy winners and losers thing uh, on Monday. So that'll be good. But Laura... Where can people find your work this week? 
me, Laura K Buzz, pretty much everywhere. Laura K Buzz on YouTube, Laura K Buzz on Patreon, that's what pays the bills. Laura K Buzz on Twitter, Laura K Buzz, Laura K Buzz, Laura K Buzz. Excellent, that's very well done. And Gavin, music, you are the music man. How can we get to it? I'm the music man. You can find me on Twitter, Miracle of Sound. You can find my Patreon, Patreon, Miracle of Sound. And on YouTube, and hopefully, uh, if things go according to plan, which they look like they will be, by the time this episode goes out, my Wonder Woman song will be out with the awesome Carly Ann on vocals. And I've had a couple of drinks, and I don't want to sound like an arrogant fuck or trump my own trumpet too much, but holy shit, this is a good one. <laughs> I'd hate to see your trumpet. You guys are. You guys are gonna fucking dig this one. I just know it. I've I've showed it to my Patreon followers, and the response there has been pretty amazing. So I cannot wait okay. to show you. It's like it's like imagine Nightwish jamming with Bonnie Tyler and Iron Maiden. <laughs> okay, that's the only nice. way I can describe it. All with right. a Wonder Woman you're, team. You're selling that rather high, so I'm selling it hard. Expectations, expectations, uh, so that is The Miracle of Sound. And check that out, Wonder Woman song coming up soon. Uh, this is up a day early, I believe. Should be. Uh, so that's a nice treat if, for if you. If nothing goes wrong, it'll be all up things, a day early. Yeah. All things going well. It'll be up a day early for mm. you. Uh, we will have spin-off Doctors on Tuesday. That'll be the Assassin's Creed one. Sorry, that one didn't go up last week. Uh, and another... Jim won't give Ian his VR will be coming at some point in the near future as well. So that's stuff to look forward to. And got some other YouTube shows cooking up under the Jimquisition umbrella. So that should be good. Uh, lots of things to look forward to. But until then, thank you all for listening. Thank you for your support. Thank you all the time, forever and ever. Amen. Bye. Bye. Bye.